Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Fruit for Thought podcast. Isaiah DeZico joins us for today's episode, and we discuss his music and taste test some limes. Yeah, it's a great episode. We hope you enjoy it. Hi, Isaiah. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes, we're excited you're here. All right. Well, um, so we're going to get into it. So, Isaiah, you are a musician. You're a brand, like, merch owner for your music. You're wearing your shirt right now, which is awesome. (laughs) Product placement. Yes, exactly. Um, And you have, like, a YouTube channel. You have your music up on Spotify, which is so cool. So um, could you talk a little bit about, like, how you got to your place right now? Like, what it's like having all that stuff and just, um, yeah, how you got to your place right now? Yeah, so I started out being a filmmaker. I still am, uh, and I've been for over a decade now. And um, while looking through applications for filmmaking, I found a music software, and I started filming through that. And next thing I knew, I had put out uh, my first album, Duality. And then about a year and a half, a year and a half later, I put out my second album, and now I'm about to put out my third. Awesome. That's so cool. What do you think attracted to you to filmmaking in the first place? I think it's because you can change life. Life's a little boring and it's kind of cool to be able to, I guess, tell a different story. It doesn't always have to be a realistic film. Um, You can have clones, you can have spaceships, you can have a bunch of other stuff. And I think it's being able to tell a story, tell my story in a I guess, impactful way, which is always pretty cool to me. Um, yeah, and you talked a little bit about um, like storytelling in film and um, what do you like to keep to a specific theme where you tell a specific story or do you kind of like to just like get creative and do random stuff or is it always state a certain theme? So storytelling has always like kind of merged in from my filmmaking and my music. Uh, my second album, Kingdom, it's like, if you listen to it from start to beginning or start to finish, um, it tells a story about uh, a group of people escaping from jail. And like each song kind of like tells a different aspect of the story uh, linearly, which was always pretty cool to me because it always fit with my filmmaking as well. And so when I was making videos for those songs, I, I could just be a bit more like all over the place for the films. Mm-hmm. but. Um, for the music it was a bit more directed in a way and it was a bit more structured that's cool i'm i'm excited now like knowing that to go back and listen because i i know i always love like taylor swift um (laughs) i love listening especially new albums i'm gonna go off here but just i i think it's so cool to listen to lyrics and just listen over and over again and think about like different meanings have you been always into um, I'm thinking in English class, how we do a lot of interpretation and thinking about symbolism and all that kind of stuff. Do you try to incorporate that into your music? Yeah, there, there's a lot of symbolism. There's a lot of like motifs that you can find. And that's really all just coincidences. And I kind of ride off those. But yeah, I, I don't consider myself much of like a writer in general, though. It's more like I'm telling this story and it happens to be with lyrics. Right. And um, I mean, I think with a lot of different artists, like 
I don't know if this is your experience, but what I'm kind of getting is like the lyrics or the story or the painting, whatever artist you are, it comes to you. You're just interpreting it. Like that's kind of, I mean, I love to paint and to write and stuff. So I feel like I'm kind of like getting the ideas and it's more coming to me. So that was just kind of what a little thing that I got. Um, so I guess this is a little um, off of that. Where do you get your ideas so a lot of my like earliest songs were just based on experiences um that i had but the songs on like kingdom uh those were all based off of comics that i drew in like sixth grade uh which is pretty cool i had an idea of like animating some of those comics but i don't know that's a lot of work so i figured i might as well just like weave them into songs so i guess in a way my album is kind of like a big comic book but like if it was like an audiobook and so in between songs you'll hear like skits of different characters and I don't know where the idea for the like whole story came along but it was all based around the comic and so that was pretty cool well that's so cool oh I love that that's so fun for the what can you give us a little like an example of like tell us a snippet about like one of the comics you made and then what like specific if there's like a specific line or lyric or something a little behind the scenes knowledge all right yeah so um for some reason all my characters in my comics were squids i don't know just at the time in sixth grade you know i was just a kid i like squids i guess um and so i think i have this song called float which is pretty cool because it's kind of like merging like real life me with this character that I portray in the story. And so, you know, I'm like, I can float, don't you drown. And so, yeah, but yeah, I always, um, most of the songs were just based off of comics, um, squids. There's a lot of alluding to like the city of Seattle in general, like the song Soto, obviously. Yeah, it's just all based in kind of like the Puget Sound area. So um, did you, I mean, I think that that's so great, like looking back at your old art from when you were younger and creating stuff now based off that. Um, I mean, obviously you wouldn't have, okay. My question is, did you ever think when you were younger that you would be doing something musical, not necessarily with these specific comics, but just like, oh, I have all these ideas. Like what, it, like what I, thinking about doing something musical, did that ever occur to you when you were younger? Not at all. And probably not even like the day before I made my first song. Like it was all just coincidence. There's so many coincidences that happened. It all depended on which computer I ended up getting. It all depended on, you know, just all these little different chances that I took. And um, but I was always a filmmaker. And so I feel like it was inevitable that those two worlds collided just because a big part of filmmaking is the audio. Um, and so yeah that's so interesting so have you did you like growing up is your family musical if you didn't like know that you were gonna go into music what like what was the first when the first time you sat down and wrote or did something musical what besides coincidence what do you think like led up to that to those moments so um my family was never really musical uh before high school i only listened to like three different musical artists plus like whatever was on the radio so uh it never was really a big thing for me um but when when i sat down and i was just looking through the music 
I realized how easy it was. And it was really easy to make like a decent beat. And it was kind of fun. And it was the most fun I had like in a long time. And then I started like finding out about all these different artists and I started getting ideas from them. And that's kind of how, uh, that's kind of how the first album I made was inspired. It was just the sounds that I was listening to at the time, the lyrics that I thought were cool that I wanted to, I guess, replicate. And it didn't go that well, but yeah. So I am not very techy, as Jessica knows. So what is your, um, I'm just, I'm curious, what is the um, process for like making beats and recording and putting that stuff together and then putting it on Spotify or YouTube or whatever? Like, what is the process for making your music? Yeah, so um, my process has kind of changed throughout the years, but uh, usually it just starts opening the application um, and then I'll just fiddle. There's, I'll just fiddle through sounds. There's probably thousands of different combinations and stuff. And I'll literally, I have this like device that uh, plays different sounds depending on which buttons you press. And I'll just like smack my hands around it until something cool comes out. And I'll be like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. And then I just keep doing that. Um, Sometimes it's a bit easier, but like usually a beat takes me about two hours to make and then I'll make like tiny little changes to make it better throughout the days. And then recording, God, I don't like recording. I, I've never liked rapping um, or singing. Uh, and that's why I just, yeah, I don't like doing any of that stuff, but I guess it's kind of like obligated. So I'll do that. Um, and then I'll start mixing, mastering, which is never the most fun part. Uh, but then, yeah, uh, there's this distributor that I use called DistroKid. Um, and I know a lot of like smaller artists use this as well because it's quite cheap. And it just puts your music out anywhere you want. And yeah. So that's, that's interesting to hear that you don't like recording. Um, why do you think that is? <sighs> Uh, it, it just feels so awkward. Like, my first album, uh, if anyone ever listened to it, it, it's me just singing. And like, I bet everyone's confused because I'm not a singer, but like, I was somehow worse at rapping than I was at singing. Also, I didn't want to fall into the stereotype of like, oh, the black kid makes an album and it's just a rap album, like off the bat. I don't know, that's kind of like stereotypical. But, um, yeah, rapping, I guess I'm like decent at it, but it's still like, it's kind of awkward and my family can hear me and I've just, I've never really liked doing it. Yeah, um, I mean, your, this whole, this your music is nothing compared to what we're doing, but I have like a few of the words that you said, like mastering and stuff. I know that Jess <laughs> has like done that kind of stuff with our podcast. And um, I mean, I just, I just wanted to say that. I think that that's, cool um you talked about your family too so do you record like you have your recording studio like in your house or your room like yeah so um i'm actually here right now uh i use this like big computer and i just have all my devices around me i have like instruments whether it's a keyboard or a ukulele um i think i have a guitar too but i don't play that um and this is also where I have like all my cameras and stuff. So it's kind of like both for filmmaking 
and music production. It's like a whole studio that I kind of built in the corner of my bedroom. Uh, and yeah, it's a great space just to feel creative and get some work done. I'm, I'm definitely getting the feeling that you love filmmaking. Do you think, do you make your songs for, to make a music video? Or do you think you make a music video for your songs? Maybe that's the same thing, but if you get what I'm asking. Yeah, I, I get that. I think for the first album uh, that I started making videos for, like you have the float music video, you have the backfire, and you have the table for one. Those videos were always like, I guess in my head before the songs. Uh, but for this next album that I'm working on, I've just been working on the songs. I wasn't actually planning on making the music videos, but uh, I think I've recorded about three at this point now. And so it kind of changes from album to album, from song to song, stuff like that. Welcome to the Fruit for Thought taste test. Isaiah um, peeled his lime instead of cutting it, so... this <laughs> through. Okay, I have to stop laughing. Okay, so thank you for coming. Um, so have a Jess. Do you want to start? Hold on, hold on. Context: Clem and Isaiah's um lines oh, right. are the size of a quarter. Looking <laughs> die in in circumference. Okay. I was like half joking when I said limes because I mean oh. like I'll peel one for like as a joke like occasionally. Really? And I'll feel obligated to eat it because I don't want to waste it. But, like, right. I don't just eat limes on a daily. Oh, I do. No, that was a joke. That was... <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was like, but yeah. I do enjoy like a good lemon. Like, is it me by itself? Yeah. I'll like, if I squeeze a lemon into some tea, then I'll like bite oh. it. But I don't eat it just to eat it. You know? Bite it for the thrill. Yeah, just to do like, it for the gram. <laughs> Sorry. You know what? Have you guys ever seen those YouTube videos with the babies who eat the who eat the lemons for the first time? No. <laughs> what I is wrong? About that, though. Oh my god, they are. They so cry. Crazy. It's a compilation of these babies drinking or eating lemons for the first time, and it is the cutest thing. All their little faces get all squished up. It's adorable. So you had those, you know those, what are they called? Like the, they're not warheads. They're like, it's like the talk to of toxic waste. Oh, I've tried those before. They they're were like, like sour candies. I just, I never liked those because they're always too sweet. Like if it was just like straight sour, like that'd be good. But I don't know, I'm really sensitive to like sweet foods. Oh, really? You yeah, can't even talk like sweet food? Sweet food? No, I don't really like candy. I'll like bake desserts from time to time, but like not that often. Wow. I can't, wow. Yeah, I, I really like sweet things. <laughs> I like baked goods, but I don't like candy either. You don't like candy? It's not my favorite. Since when? Since forever. The only candy I like is Swedish fish. Well, like honestly, eating candy isn't like. Alright, all right. Swedish fish. <laughs> you don't like, do you like Swedish fish? I mean, I like them, but that's not like the one. <laughs> the exception like i would say like maybe a kit kat is like the... uh, okay but kit kats aren't even that sweet so that's probably why yes, they are they're so sweet okay they are. i need um, more chocolate wait clem have you i thought i always thought you like sour patch kids like i feel like i've gotten you sour patch kids for your birthday do you not like them they're fine 
I'll like never- I'll eat them, but it's not my favorite thing. I like I do like sour things. I love the the love the little a little guy that runs off the beaten path. I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I like space out for one second. (laughs) Wait, do you mean the character of the Sour Patch Kid? No, I'm talking about candy, like unconventional sour can. It's not unconventional. Whatever. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. (laughs) Is everyone ready? How about this? We all, do we want to take a, we can either like, one, two, three, take a bite together. Or we can go around, take a bite, then give our ranking, give our mm, comments. Let's one, two, three, take a bite together, and then we'll all go around and give our ranking, okay. starting with Jess, Isaiah, and then me. Okay, so okay. one, two, three, bite next to your microphone. We want that. <laughs> ASMR. ASMR. Okay. 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 Three, one, two, two. one. <laughs> 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 I think I got juiced in my mouth. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> okay, Jess. Let's... <laughs> let's hear your rating. <laughs> okay, that was honestly it's good. It's sound though. Like I just uh, um I feel like like my forehead feel I don't know, I like I don't know. Isn't that thing where if you eat like spicy food, it clears your sinuses? Has anyone heard that? Nope. Okay. Stick spicy food up your nose, maybe. (laughs) I think it's a thing. I've heard like a lot of people say it. Anyway, I feel like that just happened to me. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Rating. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Out of 10. As far as a lime goes, like it's, I don't know how, like I've never had a like, the the variety and how good a lime I, <laughs> okay between all the limes I've had I don't think any of them have been not that deep first. just give a rating <laughs> okay um for a lime it's like a ten out of ten for a lime because it's a, like it's just limes don't taste different I don't think um as far as a fruit um like compared to the rest of the fruit we fruits we've eaten on this pod. <laughs> Maybe like a six, because I like the flavor is fine, but it's just so it's so sour. I can't like I'm like crying right now. <laughs> okay, I say I go. Um, it's way too small. That's a con. Uh, you can't even get the like white outer layer off. That's a con. It's like impossible to peel. That's a con. It's too small, so it's like like you don't even get any of the fruit. Um, but you know, nice taste. It's a little bit more bitter than it is sour. Uh. I'd give it like a three out of ten. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I have do have to say that I do think that limes are supposed to be cut, <laughs> but they can be whatever they want to be. Okay, so, mm. ugh. Um, I would. Okay, Isaiah and I's limes are from the same tree, so. Is it your lime tree? It's our friend's lime tree. How can a lime tree? Can a lime tree go grow in Seattle? Yeah, I have a lime tree inside my house. Inside, inside, inside. What? <laughs> what? What's happening? Some inside is joke it, that I don't know about. Is it actually inside your house? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Isaiah's still eating him. I mean, I, I don't want to waste it. That's true. Have you been able to like? 
get any of the pulp out or is it just all like the not at all <laughs> <laughs> i think you should just take a knife and cut it yeah or you can like or after so you don't waste it you can just slice it in half and squeeze in some water <laughs> wait oh, weren't you didn't you guys talk about like putting lemon juice on like an apple yeah oh my God. should, should nice. i pair this with an apple if you want yeah, do it. I didn't know that was a thing. I'll try that. Mixing episode one and four. I know. Ooh, who's that? This episode. Oh, yeah, it is. It is episode four. That's crazy. Oh. Guys, we should have like an anniversary. Sorry. <gasps> <gasps> we should have a big Zoom call with all of our people. That would be so fun. <laughs> little, little singles part. Sorry. God. Sorry. Sorry. I'm just singles part. Like, I'm just thinking of New Girl. Okay, whatever. Shut up. Sorry, life is a new girl. Okay, so I would give my rating a 7 out of 10. What? <laughs> did we I make the same wire? <laughs> we did, but you decided to peel yours, and so you had all this weird pull. Or not pull. Skin. What, do you th- what is it called? Because, like, the green part is the skin. The white part's, like, the membrane. Well, actually, Clem on the last episode called it a sack. But I edited that out. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> no, I called it meat. No, no, you called it a sack, but I edited that out because I thought it was too, like, I don't know. Suggestive. I feel like yeah. both are kind of, like, not the best thing to call it. But Is it meat what you call it? No, no it's like coconuts. <laughs> oh, coconut. oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, cool, cool, cool. This is really getting off track. I think you should keep all this laughing. I think it's cute. Okay. Who? Did we just become a, po- a comedy podcast? Did we? <laughs> kidding. Okay. I'll just see it in my mouth. Okay. Successful taste test. Now, we're heading back to the episode. So I was curious, I've been wanting to ask this for a while. So you have titles, obviously, for each of your albums. I mean, oh, my <laughs> question was like, how did you come up with the titles? Or like, do they have some sort of like meaning for you or emotional ties? Yeah, so my music, um, obviously I release it for everybody, but it's always just kind of like made for me. So there's just a bunch of like nerdy symbolism and stuff like that. So. Um, each of my album titles are seven letters and the first letter my first album is called duality uh, which starts with a d then my second album or ep is called zodiacs which starts with a z and so as you go through the line uh it spells out my last name which was i don't know just a little like cool thing that i came up with about like two years ago so i guess that kind of gives a hint my Last album will start with an O. That, oh, I love that. That's so cool. So then is that, because I was wondering why, so the name of one is, it's not insecure. It's like insecure. So, so that's, so it's seven letters. Yeah. So that was kind of a cheat because I was like, all right, I need a seven letter word and I really wanted it to be insecure, but um, I made it insecure because that would be just one less letter. So it was kind of like, I'm insecure with you, but I took out the you, so I'm oh. insecure. So it's like, it's those things where like, it's 
kind of coincidence, kind of like me trying to fit with the symbolism, stuff like that. So why seven? Why seven letters? Uh, just because like duality was seven, zodiacs was seven, so I kind of wanted to like keep with the stuff. I don't know if that was a very like important decision on my part, but that is so cool. I mean, I would never have like figured that out if you hadn't have like said that, but that's awesome. So symbolism in your album titles, uh, do you, if any, message do you convey in your songs to your listeners, if you have any? I mean, you talk about like emotional symbolism in the album titles, but do you have any like message that you try to convey to listeners or you talked about it just being for you? Is that all it is? I guess it's more like the themes of the album. Duality uh, is pretty spelt out. It was just like a bunch of songs where, I guess, more like controversial topics showing like, I guess the good and bad sides of both, both like aspects of the controversial topic. Uh, Zodiacs was me just like debating on whether my astrology sign was a Pisces or an Aries and stuff like that. Insecrae was like, I guess me just like letting out all these insecurities um, that was brought out after like a relationship and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, Kingdom is just a darker sounding album. And so this next one, I wanted it to just be lighter sounding, you know, like rainbows and sunshine, stuff like that. What do you think, once you've spelled out your entire last name, what, do you, what are you going to do then? Are you going to spell out your first name or? Uh, so I was always planning on just releasing these five projects before I graduated high school. That was kind of like the main goal for me. Uh, and I didn't actually expect to do it, but I am definitely on track. Um, and so after this, I'll probably just start a band. I, I've always wanted to start a band. I love collaborating with a lot of people. Um, this would allow me to like not have to record myself because <laughs> I really don't like rapping and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so once I get off to college or whatever I do after high school, I'll, I'll try to start a band. That's so cool. Um, would you, about the band, would you be interested in like experimenting with different sounds, like kind of a more acoustic type sound or would you kind of want to um, find people that had a similar um, taste as you because your music is I know that you I mean from you talking about it you experiment with sounds like online and stuff would you be doing like live shows like just experimenting with different things or would you want to find people that had the same kind of taste as you yeah so I'd probably experiment um, or find people with like a bunch of different shape tastes and see how we can like combine genres, see how we can combine different sounds to make it all fit and work together. Because, again, I don't know, I just, I feel like all the songs are kind of fluctuating through different genres at this point. Um, and so it's always cool to like combine soul with rap or EDM or something like that, country or something like that, yeah. I wanna, I'm curious, so like in going through different genres, have there been any musical artists that inspired your style or your songs or symbolism yeah so um my first album i tried to be all like preachy and the government sucks or something like that so that's i guess the music that i was listening to at the time uh and then as like my darker sounding albums came out that was when i was listening to like early ty the creator i guess more like rap orientated albums um and then for this last project it's a bit more like 
as I said, like sunshine, rainbows. So I was listening to a bunch of like indie artists and a bunch of pop. So it's kind of like a blend of that, like indie pop and rap. Yeah, I got, I, um, when we were writing that question, I got like a similar sound and that's kind of, I, that was the thing that I thought you were going to say. So I'm curious, like kind of offshoot, um, what kind of challenges have you found in like the writing music process or, um, the, I mean, you talked about how you don't like to do recording, um, but just like either emotional or like physical barriers that have like made you kind of be like, ugh. I'm not gonna, I don't want to do this anymore. Just have there any been anything like that if you feel comfortable sharing those experiences? Yeah, so for Kingdom, which is the album that was based on those comics, it was really easy to write those lyrics because it was always based on like a linear point in time trying to tell the story. But for this next album, I wanted everything to be happy, uh, which is harder to say, uh, harder said than done because I found myself always writing lyrics that were just like a little bit like angry or sad or something like that. And uh, I didn't want any of that on this next album. So I guess the hardest thing for me was trying to write lyrics that were just positive, that were happy, that were, I guess, in a brighter emotion. And how do you think throughout the different albums, if you've, as you've kind of gone through different genres, how do you think like you've changed as an artist or as a person? Like, do you think you've noticed changes in yourself when you have the outlet of music? How do you think that's impacted you? I think I've become more mature, not only in like sound, like my first beats are just like much worse than like the stuff that I'm making now, but also the lyrical content. I'm like, I don't know, like a few years ago, I was just writing whatever I wanted to say. some stuff I'd probably regret saying now. So I guess I've just become more mature. I've like really focused on what I'm writing and I've like looked over it multiple times and I've made sure it's like exactly what I want to put on my songs. Have there been any other um, like lessons? I don't know, life, because you talk about like you're more mature and you also talk about how your some of your songs like help you through like hard times. So like have there been any other lessons that you've learned from writing music or being a filmmaker? Any of your many, you can also talk about your brand. I forgot about, we didn't mention that. But <laughs> back to the question, have there been any like emotional or like life lessons that you've learned from writing or being an entrepreneur? Yeah, I guess I just started doing stuff for myself. Many two times when I was making songs, I would think, oh, what is this person going to think about this? What is this person going to think about it? And then I just realized, you know, what am I going to think about it? Uh, And so I guess me starting to make stuff just for myself has like kind of changed my standards, kind of changed the direction of the sounds that I wanted to go to. And if I like took away one thing from making songs and making these films, it's like start doing things for yourself. I guess stop trying to please everyone. Yeah, that's an important lesson, but definitely, I think, a hard one to learn. I feel like you've so much, you're doing so much stuff, which is so cool. What is, what is that like? Like, you're in school, how, what is it like balancing things or staying, like, you must have a lot of energy to do all these things. What's that like? It's weird. It, it, it's really weird. Like, when I think about it, like, I've done a lot, and I guess it's weird to say, like, I don't want to sound, like, cocky, but, like, I've done so much, and I really don't know 
where I've had the time to do all this, but I guess it's like any time that I'm bored, I'll film something or I'll record something or I'll play around uh, with like instruments. And balancing with school is pretty easy, especially during quarantine where, you know, you're not leaving that much. I did notice like after quarantine, uh, my process of like album making was like much faster than it was like before lockdown. Yeah, just balancing everything has been quite easy, but I honestly have no idea how I do it. That is so impressive because I mean, all we, all I really have is this podcast and I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to do this homework assignment or something? So that's really, um, that's really awesome that that works so well for you. Um, Do you think that, I mean, how do you, I mean, this is honestly like for me, I'm wondering, how do you stay motivated? Like, are there any time, are there ever any times where you're like, I can't do this anymore? I'm so tired, like, but I need like, you know, how do you stay motivated? There are, there are some points in filmmaking and music production where it's just absolutely like the worst. Usually it's more fun at the beginning. And then once you get to like, the end of a project where you're correcting the fine details, where you're making sure everything, everything is picture perfect. That's like the part that's really like, I guess just boring. And I tend to lose focus, but I think because I'm always working on like films and music and design simultaneously, I can kind of like jump from bits and pieces. uh, And I guess like just hop around from project to project. And I also tell everyone that I'm working on these things. So it's kind of like, I feel obligated to release them. You know, it's just kind of like in the back of my head, like I told this person I was doing this. And so if, if I don't, they're, they're going to get mad at me, you know, that's kind of where I get my motivation. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, I want to direct our attention to your clothing brand just for a little bit, because we haven't talked about that. Um, Where did you, so for everyone who doesn't know and is listening, he's wearing a shirt and it says smile. Where did you get, like, what is the, what's the inspiration? Where did you get this idea? And so um, I always like designing stuff, um, whether it was just comics or stuff like that. And I thought, why don't I just put this on a shirt? And so I've always just been working on shirt designs. I haven't really released that much just because I don't know, it's kind of like the one thing that you release that like people would like have to pay for or something like that. So whenever I put out like a shirt design, also because it's not really just like my main thing, I don't know, it kind of always has to be special. So the Smile brand, this is like the second edition that I'm wearing. Um, The first one was just, it was like the cheapest I could possibly make them. Uh, and then for this brand, it was a little bit more expensive, but all that money uh, will be donated to this charity called the Lambert House. Uh, I think that's what they're called. They're on Capitol Hill, uh, and they're great. They're a great resource for the LGBT community, uh, youth. And yeah, I, I think I researched the charity a few years ago, and so I'm really excited to just help them out. That's so cool you're doing that. That's really cool. Is there, is there a symbolism bet- behind the word smile? Oh, yeah. Um, so it's, it's the name of one of my songs called Smile. Uh, and I just came up with the design like at the time of that. That's about as deep it is, as it goes. But yeah, it's just named after one of my songs. 
So Isaiah, what is coming up for you and your music? Uh, so we got a brand new album. Uh, it's a completely different sound. Um, yeah, it's more like indie pop kind of related. Uh, it's a different kind of like subject matter. It's less based on the comics, more just based on, I guess, the emotions and nostalgia and I guess seasons, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. It's much shorter. It's only eight songs, but I felt like that was a better way to like make sure every song was like the best it could be. Um, I don't know how much you want to give away, but could you give us a little like a little hint of like if if there's a story throughout it, maybe a little like clue or something. Oh, like a food for thought podcast exclusive. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> um I guess just trying to be as big as possible throughout this album, you'll try to find the sun. Oh, wow. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, just um, get ready. March, late March, uh, the first single will be out. And then about a week or two later, the entire album will be out. I'm really excited. I, I can't wait for you guys to just it's so different from anything that I've made before and I've come I'm collaborating with like a bunch of different bands a bunch of different people and I'm really excited well we are so excited and we are going to try to find the sun throughout it <laughs> um well it has been so fun having you on we really love this conversation um, we are very excited to hear the new album come out and go back and listen to old albums now that I have some more meaning. I know the meaning more. So I'm excited to do that. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> That's it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We will have all of Isaiah's information in the description of the episode. So you can find him on Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music, all of the above. And yeah, we will see you Saturday. Thanks for listening.